and then we went to this club and when we went to this club it was amazing it was super nice the whole experience was interesting funny Why? exciting huh? Why? Uh, it was many things like you Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Munai Open Relationship, the podcast. Hi, my name is Gwen and I'm an open relationship coach. And I am Mr. T, her partner in crime. We're here to share our awesome journey with open relationship and non-monogamy. Disclaimer. We are not here to tell you what to do, what is right or wrong in your relationship. We are here to give you ideas and tips based on our own experience. And while doing so, we may discuss things that are not suitable for a younger audience. Hey guys! Okay, hello! <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Welcome back! For... Welcome back to Munai Open Relationship Podcast number 4. Yay! Okay, I had a news and something to tell you. Oh, Gwen was this week in an interview in a very well-known polyamorous um, podcast and live interview, which was... <laughs> the Elizabeth Cunningham Show. Yeah, we're going to put a link to this podcast so you guys can connect with her as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. Um, we talked about open relationship. Elizabeth is, is, has been a coach for quite a while and she specialized in polyamorous lifestyle and she, uh, had a lot of questions about open relationship. So it was super interesting. Nice. And I think one of the questions that we, topics that we talked about was, um, how open relationships have become a little bit more trendy. Is it trendy? Is it trendy? Is is open relationship trendy? Uh, in in the sense that we it's, talk more about it now. Yeah. Yeah. So is the open relationship relationship a new thing? Uh, no, it is <gasps> not. It is not. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I think um, we were both we are both on the same journey of trying to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. And so it's only raising awareness, it's not creating something new, because this is, um, non-monogamy has existed for quite a while. The only thing is that monogamy um, has become a norm. And so what we're trying to do, the two of us and others obviously, is um, to just create awareness around the fact that it's not the only norm available mm -hmm. and it's possible to do something else. And then there is nothing wrong to not fit on the norm. Fit? Yeah. To not fit <laughs> on the norm. You can wear Nikes or Pumas, whatever you want. You don't have to wear, everybody doesn't have to wear the same brand of shoes. So, yes. Okay, uh, when? Yes. What yes. do you think? Is it, is it, so monogamy has been around as much as um, non-monogamy? Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. Who, who is the oldest? Who is the oldest in this <laughs> family? Who's not the biggest one? <laughs> yeah. Um, Non-monogamy. No monogamy? <gasps> is non-monogamy older than monogamy? Yes. What do you I mean? Think, I, th I think consensual slash ethical non-monogamy yeah, is, is younger. <laughs> Why are we going to put those words onto it? It's it simple. It definitely is younger than monogamy. But non-monogamy... What do you mean? Like... We uh, we were not 
no, no monogamous before being monogamous. Consensual or non-consensual? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's very... You don't like it, eh? No. You don't like it? I don't like that expression. Um, okay. Uh, I, I understand why it's, applied, it's used now. We're just trying to make a difference between non-monogamy that you... When your partner is cheating on you and being non-monogamous without you knowing about it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Before we had monogamy, it yeah. was not cheating. There was not such thing as cheating. It was something that we would do, like the... the, the it was accepted. Erectus hominidus. He was bagging whatever he found <laughs> without asking, and it was not... True, true. That's the thing. It, it he was, was not asking. He was not asking his partner if she was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to what are you like going to gather your little fruits <laughs> are you okay with me if I'm going to bring oh you bend over <laughs> oh, I was picking up potatoes and boom yeah, that's it no potatoes, cause but potatoes it, 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 that's what I mean it was more animal it was like more like the animal Instant. feeling yeah mm. we had no laws we had nothing you, before you say we like you were part of it I, I'm human. I'm part of. I'm, I'm connected to the line of. <laughs> of bingers. <laughs> of bingers. <laughs> anyway, yes, non monogamy was there before monogamy. Ah. Yes. Um, I think the first times that we started seeing monogamy mm -hmm. is, was the development of agriculture. Yeah, I think at the time it was more like a sexual exclusivity put on women, though. Um, because, Why? well, as a woman, you know when a kid is yours, as a man, you can never have the certainty that a yeah. kid is yours. But why men wanted to know what, <coughs> who kids was his? Um, at the time, was agriculture become, um, we started seeing the, the development of land ownership, mm -hmm. right? And so a man that would grow his fortune, grow his wealth and, and how much land he owns, when he wants to give that to his children, he wanted to make sure that the children was were him, uh, his his children. Sorry. Blah, blah, blah. So, we were saying that the agriculture was the first moment. Yes. Yeah, because we have uh, people just owning lands or, or starting separating the the clans. Yeah. And everybody starting having houses. So I want to pass my house and my land to my kids, but I need to know that my kids are my kids. <laughs> So, and that way we have an, ex, uh, uh, an agreement of exclusivity. So, I think the concept of monogamy as we know it today, it's a lot younger than we think it is. Like we have established this as a norm and this is the, how it's been forever, but actually it hasn't been like this forever. No, I think it's more like a, a societal norm and it's not a natural norm. Like, yeah, I don't think humans are monogamous yeah. by nature. Yeah. Uh, we've been imposed rules and fears and a lot of stuff that have helped to control the masses through polit politics and, and religion. And then we are kind of accepting things because it's been passed on like it is the norm. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> so even if... The concept of open relationship and and polyamory uh, is seems quite young and trendy at the moment because we're talking a little bit more yeah. about it. It doesn't mean that's something completely new. Then no, what I was going to say, like in the past, 
or for many years, yeah. like all the things in our society, like homosexuality and things like that, have been carrying this fame of being yeah. no, 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 that not being accepted and not being right or not being part of the norm or being like punished mm. for not fitting into the norms and. More and more, we see that non-monogamy, with all the the names that are under the umbrella, have a little more acceptance, and like I said, people are talking more about it, and there's more people bringing awareness to it. That's what I was wanting to say. Once upon a time, in a country far, far away. Hashtag New Zealand. What happened once upon a time? Once upon a time, yeah. Guys, I just came back. Last time we left, we just come back from my country. We haven't said my country yet. I just come back. Gwen had her first experience tr- ex- with multiple know, partners. With a couple. <laughs> and she was very excited and very happy. And she was wanting to replicate the experience with me. And But at the time, we didn't have much connection with the... with people that were in the same vibe that we have. So we were living under the fear of exposing our type of relationship, true. which is true. Mr. T is a public figure in, in, in New Zealand. Yes, in his field. I'm famous. In his field, he is. <laughs> um, and so we were, don't me. <laughs> And so it was. It was a little bit of a a worry that we had at the time of coming think, out. Yeah, what would people <laughs> think of us? You know, yeah. at the time. Now we yeah. we're now like we don't whatever. Give a Let's fuck. do a podcast and yeah. expose our sexual lives. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so one of the things that came across when we were talking about this, it was a club that exists here in New Zealand, and we found out later on that it exists everywhere else, which is a sex club where swingers tend to go and have fun. And they have sex songs. Is that what it is? Is it like a a nightclub with sex songs? Yeah, I wish. (laughs) I wish. Is that what it is? Something like that. It's like a nightclub with songs that people have sex. Anyway, we talk about it and we thought that that would be a good idea to maybe meet people that were in a similar... um, Lifestyle. Lifestyle that we we were starting at the time. And then we went to this club. And when we went to this club, it was amazing. It was super nice. The whole experience was interesting, funny, Why? exciting. Huh? Why? Uh, it was many things. Like you, you book your tickets before. So when you arrive, is this man, this gentleman in the door. <laughs> and he's super welcoming, amazingly welcoming. And this is something that I, I, I don't know if I told you before, but before I have this preconceptions as well about these double clubs i guess connected to my pornography background oh wow pornography. sorry i'm not a porn star just <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm a celebrity but not not that yeah, type of celebrity he was famous in his field <laughs> here we go um <laughs> if i was a porn star we'll know about this way early i guess true anyway I know, I I have some preconceptions like how the nightclub was going to be. And it was nothing like I imagined. What was your... your I I think it was going to be like something a little bit like darker and and, (laughs) and dirtier and very 
uh, I don't know, like a lot more... Not as friendly? Yeah, not friendly. Like I said, the expectations were not in the right, I would say. Okay, but were you happy with what you found there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I loved Sometimes it. Sometimes yeah. you have expectations and... Yeah, no, no. The, no the, 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 the experience surplus the expectation. So that's cool. Um, so it was clean. It was clean. <laughs> it was more light than I was expecting. Way more lighter than I was expecting. So when you go to this club, you get in, this gentleman will receive you. They ask you to not take your phones inside. So you're not allowed to take photos or anything like that. And then he gave us a tour. Yes. And like the, the night start at nine o'clock. I think we were there nine or five. We got very early, so it was no one. <laughs> in the place so he walks around show us and it's, you have the bar an area that you can dance with some poles and which is really interesting and then you have rooms with very big beds mm -hmm. and, and it's all with colorful lights around you have rooms that are closed that you can close the door colorful lights but kind of in the dark the yeah that, and then it's then not that. like a Disneyland with no no, no. <laughs> we don't have, we didn't have Mickey Mouse it's still according to me yeah was it? There were a couple of goofies. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, oh, they had a, a section that was like a dungeon type of area mm -hmm. where you had a cross and you have all different whips that you can use. Yeah. And they had a swing yes. and they had a... Anyway. <laughs> uh, and they had a box that is the day of today that I don't understand what the box is for. The magical uh, box. The magical box. Yeah, it's like a magi magician, you know, like the magician trick where you get into one side and then you, you disappear. <laughs> Definitely, if you put some things inside of the box, they disappear. They get eaten. What? <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. We. What was your favorite part? Huh? What was your favorite memory or part of the night? The, the dungeon part was fun. I think probably an hour later or 40 minutes later, people started arriving. Yes. There were all kinds of, of people, young, not so young. Whole spectrum of yeah. weight, uh, height, yeah. age, everything. Hairiness. No, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah, there yes, was some yes, hairiness. Yes. So, yeah. We got a little bit lucky because we, we actually got to, to play with some people that we found were a little bit more attractive and more yeah. like, a little bit more in our age too group yeah. age group. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, it was interesting, I think, to, to kind of uh, get there and realize that um, there was no pressure on us to do anything. Uh, mm, so yeah, that, really, that was that was one of the main yeah. things. I think my favorite moment is uh, we were having fun, Mr. T and I. <laughs> And then a woman came and she started looking at Mr. T and she really wanted to grab your your bottom. Yeah, my, my butt cheeks. <laughs> she was really obsessed with them. <laughs> Can I grab your butt cheeks? What? <laughs> it was so random. And I think she said, uh, no. <laughs> it, it was, that, that part was weird. But overall, it was just a really, really cool Yeah, it was a yeah. great experience. It was a lot of fun, which I fully recommend you guys to do if you are planning on opening your relationship. I think it's yeah. a great first step. Yes. Um, How did you feel when we left? I was feeling in the clouds. I was walking in clouds and cotton clouds. Cotton clouds. Yeah. Damn. It was so nice and I felt so in love with you. Yeah, that's true. It was so nice to 
have that experience and it's I don't not, know. It felt like we had a, a shared secret and an experience that uh, we couldn't talk about with anyone else. So mm. it kind of created that secret between the two of us. It was like, um, it's like cement, you know, like... A what? A cement? It's like bonding us. Cement? Yes, that one. Uh, no, cement. It's a different thing. Is it? <laughs> cement. 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 There you go. Cementa. No, no, not that one either. Anyway, it was, it was, uh, it felt like the experience was incredible to bond us. Like, I felt so close to you and yeah. uh, so in love with you. It was yeah. amazing. It was fun. It was mm. a lot of fun. Um, what came out of this experience is that we actually got to um, chat with a couple and get the number, and that will be for the next experience. The next we'll experience. Talk to you about what happened with this couple. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, why not? You'll hear it, you'll type it, you sent it, you ask for it. You'll hear it, you type it, you send it. You ask for it. All right. So we have a couple of questions today. Yes. Uh, from our dear followers. Uh, guys, you're always welcome to submit any questions that you have uh, and they would like to, to see answered on that podcast. And so we're going to jump now on... In, uh, we're going to jump in, jump on the first. I don't know if I want to jump in or jump on. We're going to start with the first question. <laughs> That's better. There you go. <laughs> So, um, the question was, what happened if there is a discrepancies between the number of lovers that you have compared to your partner? Mm. So, if one of you is having multiple dates and lovers and the other one not that much. Mm. What do you think, Mr. T? How, how would you deal with the situation? Mm, I think you should suck it up. <laughs> um... It's important to have a clear understanding of where you are at in your relationship. What is that interests you and what you want to get out of being with other people. Mm -hmm. um, myself, I have not much success, for example, in online dating. But I have better, on, better results meeting people in life. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I want to met someone or something like this I need to be with that person yeah. or I need to be in, a, in, in the same place and person talking uh, and connecting with that person personally uh, online dating haven't been my thing I've been very frustrated because of that however you have a lot of success in online dating yeah I think I think it's understanding that it's more where you are at and what you want to get out of that experience so, would you say that uh, it's a big problem and that an open relationship should always be equal equal on both sides? Do you think it's a bad sign, a red flag or something like that? No, I don't think it's a good thing to rule, like, we need to be equal. If you have this amount of partners or this amount of experience, I need to have this amount of experience because it will put a lot of pressure on the relationship and the, and the partner of, uh, yeah, missing out of possibilities or uh, stopping yourself. yourself from doing or achieving things with other people. Um, okay. What do you think? Um, I think it kind of, I think it's, it's, uh, it's worse to have a, a conversation with your partner. Um, I think we all have sex or date 
for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just check. Um, I would just check with my partner why what what do they get out of it? Um, because you may not have as many lovers, for example, because you like to have quality relationship with the people you're dating. Mm-hmm. You like to potentially see them for two or three dates before something happens. You prefer to have. Um, a great connection with those people, whereas your partner perhaps is, ah. is um, wanting um, a one-night stand because that's what they like, they like the novelty or whatever, and so obviously to have novelty they need to have more partners, mm. and it doesn't really matter to them to have two or three dates with one person, uh, and so obviously they may have more partners than you, mm-hmm. and I think it doesn't have to be equal, it just has to be fair. I think if, 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 yeah, it just has to be fair. I think that's the main thing for me. Yeah. So I don't think it's a red flag. Uh, it's just about having a conversation. Yeah, it's, it's like anything. It's, we're going back to the base of relationship. Communication. Communication. Yeah. If you understand why your partner is in an open relationship, why your partner wants to connect with other people, yeah. you will be, it will be easy to understand if that person has more encounters or less encounters than you. I think it's not fair to rule something for the both of you. Yeah. I think I would just check to, um, potentially I don't have all the details on that question, but it's always about communication, especially if you feel like your partner is actually giving a lot of energy to other people to the point where they don't have enough energy for you and they're kind of like um, letting your primary relationship kind of go down. Hmm. Um, they may not realize that. They may think that you're busy at the moment or something like that. So just have, hmm. a, have a chat, express how you're feeling, try to see how they're feeling. And um, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a red flag. Yeah, and, and it's like you said, like it depends where you are as a person as well. If yeah. you are studying or you're having like a Fun, uh, finalizing a project and you're super stressed and you're yeah. having to work long hours and blah, 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 and you don't have time to create connections with anybody else but your partner has the time yeah exactly why would you stop them to not exactly have the fun the second question the lesicon lesicon question is a italian i don't know uh, it, it is a, is a language uh-huh. <laughs> did you understand kingdom <laughs> King Kong. King Kong. King Kong. King Kong. Um, would you suggest swapping with friends? It seems like everybody has a different opinion on the question. Mm, swapping with friends. Swapping with friends. I would say, why not? Ooh. And why would you? I would say both. Ooh, that's uh, exactly what that person is telling us. <laughs> They're <a> mixed opinion. <laughs> Welcome to Switzerland, where we stay neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going back to the same point. Like when you know your friends, you know how your friends connect with people in general. Mm. And if you think that your friend is someone that might fall in love with your partner or with you in this case, might not be the best option because the friendship might get broken after that. Unless you're happy to explore polyamory. Yeah, unless, you, yeah, yeah. Like, for example, between us, we don't have a rule to not... We follow. don't have friends, so... We don't have friends. <laughs> 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 we are here in the room every week. We don't talk to people. We don't... We just talk to each other. Friends? What is that? 
Yeah, like for for us, we don't have a rule of not practicing polyamorous if it happened. We never had the the chance or the opportunity opportunity to to connect with someone that deeply because we are super busy. So that's why we're busy. We travel yeah. quite a lot in general yeah. when we don't have a lockdowns or pandemic. Yeah. Um. Or pandemic. So, pandemic. A pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> or pandemic. <laughs> In French, pandemic is sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah, we, we have never been... I mean, if we've had crushes on people, and potentially it could have been something else, it would have been like a long-distance thing, or like... Mm. So we've never actually been in a position where that happened. Yeah. But it would be easy to make it happen. Yeah. So, but we have had some friends with us. Yeah. Um, but it's people that shares the same kind of similar point of view in terms of what a relationship is. They understand that we are primaries, primary partners, and yeah. they haven't tried to get in between or, yeah. or create other, yeah. other situations um, behind the back of the other person yeah. or anything like that. There are people that understand too um, that you can have sex with it. Attachment. Attachment. Yeah. Yeah, you can have fun and swap, like you're saying, um, without having to become a thing after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think there are mixed opinions on, on that, just because there are a lot of different type of friends. Yeah. So, there will be a different opinion and a different answer for each type of friend that you have. Yeah. Pretty much. So, I would say it's not a bad idea. If you know your friend and you know that this is not going to become a huge drama or something complicated to deal with after, if you can explain um, beforehand that you potentially are in an open relationship and this is what happens, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think the same. Like when you hear, if your friend is judgmental about your lifestyle, yeah. I wouldn't suggest you to yeah. even try, even yeah. if they are super hot or... Yeah. Uh, because it, it will You'll have to resist temptation. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot of thing to lose uh, in that situation. Sounds really dramatic. Okay, guys, this was the this is the end. Uh, I did this song before. Uh, <coughs> is that Adele's song? No, here we go. It was awesome to do this podcast again. We will be back next week. Uh, if you want to send us some questions, you can send them on Monet Open Relationship Instagram, TikTok, or the website. All of them with the same name. And you can buy your jealousy... Uh, your jealousy kit. How to be jealous. How to be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, how to not be jealous. How to, how deal, to with deal with jealousy. With jealousy. How to deal with jealousy. Yes. You can buy your book on the website or in Amazon if you want to and yeah, it, yeah we had a lot of fun I hope so you did too and we will hear you or see you or talk to you you might hear us next week <laughs> ciao ciao and this my friends is the end of the episode but don't worry we will be back with the next one really soon ciao ciao 
I'm drama. <laughs> drama. I'm drama. You roll your R's like a Latino. Shut up. No, rien de rien. De rien, de rien. Je ne regrette rien.